Hello, Dre. Hi, Peter. Are you feeling evil today? Yes, every day. Every day. Okay, well, that's good, because today we are talking about the 1988 debut album for the band Danzig, entitled Danzig. Were you listening to Danzig in 1988? Uh, I wasn't listening in 1988 because I was eight years old and I didn't have my own stereo and <laughs> ah, okay. and all that. Yeah. Um, I think I probably picked this up somewhere around probably 1993 or four when I was starting to, you know, really develop my own tastes. Uh-huh. Probably the first track I heard by them was Mother which is also their biggest at least as far as most popular track um, Danzig the band is basically Glenn Danzig the vocalist and company <laughs> <laughs> wait what is his name again Glenn Danzig Okay, thank you. Because I heard something else. Okay. All right. I'm here. We're here. All right. So Glenn Danzig started his musical career like sometime in the 70s um, with Misfits. He left Misfits wanting to go in a little darker, darker direction because Misfits were kind of more punkish and he wanted to be darker, gloomier, eviler. So he starts up the band Samhain. Uh, generally, it's pronounced Samhain and not how you would pronounce the holiday, as in Samhain. At some point, Samhain starts actually getting a little bit of attention from record companies, saying, do we want something to do with this? And Rick Rubin comes along. He's just started up Deaf American. He needs to sign some bands. And what he really wants is just to sign Glenn Danzig not the whole band. And so he convinces Glenn Danzig, hey, if if I sign you and you rename the band just Danzig, then it's basically yours and you've got more complete creative control over whatever you do. Because, look, it's named after you. What are they going to do? <laughs> As I understand it, Danzig did not want to sign by himself unless he could at very least bring his bass player with him eerie vaughn at the time so he gets he gets the okay to do that and then they put together this some of the tracks on this album were actually written specifically for samhain before so glenn danzig now of the band danzig records this whole album he's had a very long career uh recording well is basically him and a cast of character a revolving cast of characters since then but we're looking at, let's see, I'm looking at the list here. There's Danzig, Danzig 2, Lucifuge, Danzig 3, How the Gods Kill, Danzig 4, Danzig 5, Black Acid Devil, Satan's Child, I Lucifery, Circle of Snakes, Death Red Sabaoth, and it's Skeletons, Black Laden Crown, and then the, the Peace de Resistance, the last album he's released. Danzig Sings Elvis. I think the uh, the Danzig sings Elvis actually is a little apropos because his voice, as you can clearly hear on this album, is a little bit on the 
Elvis meets, like, mm, I don't know, uh, Jim Morrison kind of vibe, only darker. But truthfully, all those albums I just listed, I haven't actually listened to any of them. The only other... <laughs> The only other dancing album I have is an EP, which is kind of a semi-live album, called Thrall Demon Sweat Live. You make my head hurt. Why do I make your head hurt? <laughs> make my head hurt. Continue. All right. Well, this is... <laughs> but the point is, I listen to this album, and I'm like, yeah, I get what Danzig is about as a band. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm, I suppose... I. Because you, you listen to this, you're like, okay. they It's like they went front to back. They have a sound it's that they wanted. Roll. It, it's like this dark, bluesy metal. But it's not it's not like overproduced. It's not super hype. It's like he is grinding slowly through this. He's playing that fucking guitar. That's what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to be... If you want to be more precise about it john christ is the one playing the guitar well then that's the one that matters then to me and he does a hell of a job on this album he does those those solos those are really fucking bitching listen the guitar is what got me through this album that guitar got me through this thing so many times it it wasn't glenn danzig's vocals i mean they were nice they didn't overpower it it was just they were part of the back the guitar is what carried me here Mm mm-hmm that made me stay here and want to be here, not Danzig. That's a totally fair point. Because if if you took Glenn Danzig out of Danzig and you just let this be like an instrumental album, just as good, it would it would still be great. That's why I I love Erie Vaughn's bass on this. Chuck Biscuits does the drums. His percussion I work. I'm name my next dog Chuck Biscuits. <laughs> You just, you just, you take out the vocals. You, you're down to, you know, the guitar, the bass, the drums. This is great. That's all I need. This has such a good aesthetic to it. Put that on around Halloween. Just let it play on repeat. No, Pe- well, wait, no. This is not Halloween music. I'm sorry. No. No? Listen, you could come in this dark, and I'm like, it's not dark. It's not dark. There's nothing dark about this album to me. Really? Tell me what it is, then. It just sounds like regular, regular-ass rock and roll to me. Hmm. But it's the kind I like. <laughs> regular-ass rock and roll, but the kind you like. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. When I think rock and roll, this is what I think of what I just heard this week. All right, how many times did you listen to this? I don't know, it's a repeat. Yeah, I mean, it's not a long album. It's not, which is why I don't know how many times it played, because I was walking in and out of the room, and mm-hmm. I've heard the entire thing from front to back, but... Mm-hmm. I hit the repeat button, and who knows how long it right, was playing. Yeah, it's like 40 minutes for 10 tracks. It doesn't. It definitely doesn't feel like it overstays its welcome at all. It doesn't. Looking at other reviews for this album, just to get a feel, some seem to ding it because it's like, yeah, there's no variety, and it's like, yeah, that's kind of the point. He's got his thing, and it's he's working it. What? It doesn't need variety. If he did something that he wasn't good at and he sucked, and then you would just like. Then you'd be bitching that it wasn't any good. Yeah, so it's like, let's ride this out. Exactly. Glenn Danzig did write all of the tracks on this album, with one exception, and that was The Hunter, which is a cover of, of an Albert King tune. And that's, unsurprisingly, probably the bluesiest of 
of the entire album. I have karaoke my way through Mother more times than I can than I care to admit. Do you have a favorite on this? I don't know. I have a a, a favorite stretch. Oh, do tell. Tell me. We starting at She Rides and then mm-hmm. going to Soul on Fire and Am I Demon. Like those three songs were like my highlight every single time. It's like those are the tracks that make the album for you. They they flow so well together. They sound good. They they got the drama that I like and those heavy guitars. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was there anything in particular you did not like here? Nothing jumped out as bad. Okay, that's good. It was either I paid attention or I didn't. Mm-hmm. Which tends to happen a lot. Yeah, well. And it was always those three that I paid attention to because I don't remember any of the other songs. All right. Well, as I mentioned before, Mother is almost certainly their most popular track among their in- the entire recorded output of Danzig. It's not even on my radar. So I should and go see, back and listen then, again. Even <laughs> then, it didn't actually, I think it might have charted maybe when it was first released, but it wasn't like a lot. There was a a re like a remixed version of mother that was released as a single again in like 1993 1993 oh, so 94 where the karaoke comes from yeah okay like, <laughs> like around 93 you... 94 um no i mean karaoke <laughs> as in this week i've been karaoke in it oh, not like i have actually gone out and done karaoke that uh, that remixed version of uh, of Mother from ninety three ninety four actually charted both on the the mainstream rock track tracks chart and the Billboard Hot one hundred. I think that's probably where most people, at least of the era, got their real introduction to Danzig. Okay, because I'm like, I'm looking at the the music videos section of the entry on Wikipedia, and it says here. I don't, and I don't think I've seen any of the videos for any of these, but it says they released videos for Twist of Cain, Am I Demon, Mother, and She Rides. And it says here that when the video for Mother was released, MTV banned it because it contained controversial imagery. Which was? I don't know. It doesn't say. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> This apparently appeared in the spring 1989 issue of Metal Mania. It said, a chicken being sacrificed, blood, and religious symbols, including crosses and a pentagram. I mean, I'm sure the chicken didn't actually get killed. It was probably just made to look that way. And blood? Uh, Isn't like just spray ketchup? Paint. Ketchup, spray paint, gel. Red Kool-Aid. Red Kool-Aid, Yeah. <laughs> religious symbols big deal across <laughs> to quote mr denzig <clears throat> it really pisses me off because they'll show freddy krueger his bones and the dog comes over and pisses on his bones and all of a sudden his skin comes back in his guts promo for nightmare on elm street 4 yeah perhaps it's the fact that freddy krueger to most folks is a big joke a monster they can almost view with affection Danzig's music, like its video, isn't funny at all. <laughs> okay, I disagree with that part. The The music is a little over the top, and that kind of makes it a little humorous. Danzig doesn't shy away from using, like, satanic-associated imagery, but it's done a little tongue-in-cheek. So this is probably the worst association ever, be- okay. but because it's the only 
one of the few associations I have. It makes me think of the vampire from an episode of Criminal Minds. <laughs> I don't know anything about the Criminal super Minds. The fans started killing people and collecting their blood and taking it to the rock and roller. <laughs> he got fingered for the crimes and then his manager tried to cover it up and let the girl continue to kill. And It, it just reminds me of that, you know. He's just making music that he enjoys, and then people take it too far. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Look, the the album just sounds good, and it it's not anything... It's not trying to be anything different. It's like, I figured out a sound that I like. I've got musicians that can that can, that can put into it what I want them to put into it. And they came out with this 40 minutes. That just rocks pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. It's got these good bluesy underpinnings to it, and it's got some phenomenal guitar work, especially the solos, mm-hmm. and the percussion is tight, and... The vocals are not overpowering. I know, and as as big a fucking ham as Glenn Danzig is, he doesn't overdo it. And it's so funny, because my uncle complained about the vocals and I'm like, why are you, they're not that bad. Like, yes, he's, what was his complaint about them? That he was too loud or making incoherent noises. And I'm like, uh, dude, it's not jarring. Like it, it fits. It's fine. Like he's balanced well with those guitars. This is good. Whoever it was that did the engineering during the recording and whoever it was that did the mixing, they did a really damn good job. Thank you so much because what what often takes me away from the rock is the 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 vocals. Oh, it's just too much. Mhm. But this one was nice. I was I was here for this. So I'm glad I could help put a little evil into your life this week. All right, do you have a do you have a rating you want to give for this? No, I'm going to give it a 7. A 7? That <laughs> just pulled that off my head right now. You know what? That that's phenomenal. I'm I'm gonna agree with that seven. Yeah. He's like, I don't I don't feel like I need to listen to any other Danzig. No, this is fine. I'm it's happy like, right here. Like I'm sure there are fans of all of those other gazillion other albums. <laughs> that I don't want to be out. disappointed. Um, I but I don't need else. them. Yeah, I don't yeah. need them. <laughs> he put out this this wonderful album on his first outing with this newly renamed band. And I don't want, I don't need to hear another thing. Thank you for blessing my ears with this amazingness. I appreciate you. You're welcome. <laughs> and oh, by the way, in case that wasn't clear, I'm agreeing with you, with you on, this, on the seven part. It just, oh no, this is nice and comfortable. I'm sure that's not a descriptor that he would have <laughs> wanted to hear in 1988 when they were releasing this. Oh yeah, this is nice and comfortable. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and see what we've got coming up for next time. Hey, Google, give me a number between 1 and 2,095. 93. 93 gives us Stunt by Bare Naked Ladies. I feel like I should know this. And that's our show for this week. Please rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening through, and feel free to leave a voice message on our page at anchor.fm. There's a link to it in the show description. 
Thank you to Dre for joining me, and thank you for joining us. Until next time, be good to your music. It's been good to you.